It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. We want to know what absolutely ruined Valentine's Day. Let us know by texting in to 985-985. Yes, we're asking you to open up what could be some old feeling wounds, <laughs> but sometimes the best way of getting over something is by getting under somebody else. <laughs> and by that, we mean we're those people. Yeah. Get under here with us. Let's talk about it and make it less bad. It's wow. a weird invite, but that let's is... go with it. Yeah. 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 Usual. yeah, I think it kind of all makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we got Marissa on the line with a story of the thing that ruined her Valentine's Day. Take us on a journey of young love that didn't quite go your way. Okay, because this, this still hurts. This still hurts. All right, Aww. so it was sixth grade, I believe. Yes. You know how you were like, you make those little uh, Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, and, and, and so every kid has like a little like basket or like a plastic bag hanging from their chair, and you're supposed to just drop it in their bag, right? And um, I, I made one for the whole class, but I made a bigger, more special one for the guy who I wanted to be my Valentine. Ooh, what was his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, so, you know, everyone got like a basic little card with like a little candy. But no, this guy, this guy got like a, like a big piece of paper. It was red. I cut it into a heart. I had like a bunch of candies pasted on it. And I had like drawings, like flowers, other hearts. You went all I, out. I went all out. And on the back of it, it said, will you be my Valentine? Whoa. And, and I put it in, in his bag. And then um, he gives it to me. Oh, by the way, I, I had the biggest crush on him, like this, like forever. And he gives it back to me, and he just kind of slides it over to me and looks at me weird. And I like look at it, and in Sharpie he wrote, "Sorry, but no." Oh no! <gasps> no! no! My heart just and, broke for you. In yeah! Sharpie, Sharpie on my Valentine's card that I made him, like I, I couldn't believe it. And so what I did, I was very sad, but I was like. Okay, I have a backup. I could do this. And so I like scribble it out in Sharpie and I turned that into a like a big black heart. Like the sorry but no. So you can't tell. And I give it to like a good friend of mine. Okay. Uh, Jordan. And so I give it to him and he's like, Yeah, sure, I'll be your Valentine. And so the next day he like brought me like a really cute like box of chocolates and I was like, you know, that's better anyways. Even that worked out. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Life gave you lemons and you made lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the guy that like said sorry but no, like he was really cute at the time. Like he was like the cutest sixth grader, right? But now, oh my god, he is like really yeah. big. Like, he looks does not look good. I saw an Instagram photo and I was like, you know what? I'm glad you said so- uh, no, you know, because yeah, nah. <laughs> she totally got Ralph Wiggumed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Simpsons, that I classic choose, choose, episode. Choose you. Oh. Yeah. See exactly where her heart broke. And right there, Aww. Marissa's telling us this happened in grade six. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yet at the very end there, she's like, yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm not interested in him the way he looks now. Like, <laughs> she still holds on to some resentment right there. Yeah. And let's be honest, that's totally okay. It's totally okay. Good. We're inviting you to tell us what ruined your Valentine's Day. Got a text of 985985 from Zoe. She said last year her and her boyfriend were going up for Valentine's, going for a date, had a great dinner all lined up, got dressed up after work, all set to go, and then everything was completely ruined when her boyfriend got pulled over for speeding on the way to the restaurant. No! 
And then the rest of the night, all he did was complain about now he had to spend like $175 paying a ticket. And that's how much more the date cost. Exactly. He kept totally up the date going, great, great. Now this date's cost me $185. Because yeah. I took you out for this great $10 meal, babe. That's what I did. Oh, that's it, babe. Oh, oh, oh. And she's like, it, it, it was the worst. He definitely had to do some making up after that because it was his fault that Valentine's got absolutely ruined. It's funny. When, you, when I think about a Valentine's being ruined, I think about one of the first Valentine's days that Shannon and I spent together. And it was, you know, it was the Valentine's after we decided that we weren't just hooking up. Okay. And there was something a little more there. Uh, big fancy date. Uh, we went to Chianti's on 17th for hey, the there cheap, you go. cheap pass tonight. Awesome. Amazing. Student, you know what it's like. You, you find any way to do a budget. I think all in all, dinner ended up for both of us costing under $30. Oh, nice. It was Incredible. great. Dinner, fantastic. I didn't get any sauce on me, which yeah. which is always, I mean, that's a given. You're, you're eating pasta, you're going <laughs> to yeah. get sauce on you. Didn't happen. Uh, truly the perfect night. We go back to her apartment festivities start to become clothing optional when all of a sudden they came to a halt. Because there's one sound that will stop any sort of celebration. If you all of a sudden hear from the corner of a room Oh! Oh no! When a cat is about to have a a reversal I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about cat puke, but if it's going to have a reversal, <laughs> that will stop anything dead in its tracks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You've all heard the sound, right? It's, yes, and, and for some reason, absolutely. it coming from a cat is worse than any it's, other yeah. animal. It's, it's, it's so violent. It's it so is. Gross. Yes, yeah. there's a violence it's to really it. It's really nasty. Yeah. That ruined Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, no. No romance after that. For that reason, I held a grudge against Alex for years. <laughs> Alex the cat. Yep. No longer with us. Aww. I'd, say, re- I'd say rest in peace, but he... he <laughs> okay. Oh. And now, uh, adding to the uh, epic fails of Valentine's Day is our friend Carolyn. Yeah, so I worked at a sushi restaurant uh, our very first Valentine's Day as a married couple. And so... To impress my new husband, I decided to make the biggest splatter I could possibly think of. It ended up being $150 worth in sushi. Um, it, it was gigantic splatter. And so we go home and then we, you know, put some mood lighting, some candles, some music, and we're feeling very lovey-dovey. And then I take one bite and I, uh, I start... Um, sorry, guys. I started gagging, and I ended up throwing all over myself, all oh. over my hair. And then I run to the bathroom. I'm throwing up in the hallway. And that's how we ended up wondering, like, huh, why are you throwing up this much? Um, yeah, I was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Holy cow. So it wasn't like you had, the, like, the sushi was bad. You had just had one bite, and that's not how it works. You had a baby in there. My baby is now uh, 11 years old, and uh, I have not been able to eat sushi since then. Oh, yeah, no, forever. So just to clarify, the sushi didn't make you pregnant, because for a second there, I kind of thought that's where babies came what? from. I feel like oh, we have some serious things to talk yeah, about, Yeah, there's Fuzzy. some lessons you need to learn. <laughs> yes, yes, you guys teach them.
Other uh, lessons we're going to be learning this morning talking about Valentine's Gone Wrong is an important lesson from our friend Chanel. Uh, never binge watch Harry Potter with a boy in one day. No. Because that could lead to somebody being in a bad mood and giving you one of the worst days of your entire life. Me and my ex, we were to Lake Louise Fairmont. Oh, my God. Ooh, la, la, la. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was super excited for it. But um, the night previous, I had got him on a binge-watching session of Harry Potter because he told me that he's never seen any of them in his life. So I was like, okay, we got to do this. Well, and that's a big commitment because there's seven movies total. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. We, like, ordered Skip the Dishes. We stayed in. We just, like, sat there and went through them all. Well, almost wow. all because it's carried over to the morning. We make breakfast and everything and, like, time passed and I guess he didn't realize just how long it was <laughs> like a Harry Potter movie right yeah and yeah so when when it came time to like oh let's talk and go he was like oh my god look at the time and he just he turned it into a huge argument like we're, <laughs> we're in the car we're driving and he's still like fussy about it oh yeah I know like he wanted he was the one that wanted to stay and finish it so I'm like really man like Anyway, so he's the one driving. I'm in the passenger seat, and he gets a phone call while he's driving, and he's trying to press the button to hang up, but it wasn't working. And then he swerved, <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then he looks up and immediately goes the other way, and then we just go flying across all the lanes. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we were going like 120. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. Right into the ditch on the other side. Negative like 25 or 30 degree weather. We got stuck in the snowy ditch and we had to wait three hours. <laughs> three oh. hours there together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was not good. I feel like this story can't get any worse. But then you well, you say that you had to take care of something while you were sitting there for three hours in the ditch. Yeah, it also happened to be like my time of the month just sprung on me that moment. So I had to get outside in that ditch and like rummage through my suitcase and take care of that in, oh, in that weather wow. in the ditch. There you go. Yeah. That is the worst 24 hours ever. Yeah, yeah, it was it was horrible. It was really bad, and I think it's like fair enough to say we're exes for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a reminder: yeah. if you're just joining us, this all happened on a Valentine's <laughs> getaway to Lake Louise. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. Hearing so many funny stories today about what completely ruined. Your Valentine's Day, and now, Danae, it is your <laughs> turn to share. Now, if I understand this correctly, at the time, uh, either you or your husband, Matt, were living with an elderly couple as roommates. Yeah, so right after radio college, Matt and I took off to uh, the booming city of Lloydminster, Alberta, oh, Saskatchewan. Ooh, ooh. And uh, I lived on the Alberta side. He lived on the Sask side. You're so in separate provinces. Interprovincial relationship. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but when I moved there, I moved in with my cousin. Okay. Uh, he moved in 
with his older brother's friend's parents. Holy cow. And they're like, yeah, we got a room. And Matt's like, okay, perfect. So he shows up there to move in. This is in like January of this year. Shows up to move in and thinking like a room in the basement. Mm-hmm. No, it was the bedroom right next to theirs. Oh. It was their daughter's room. Okay. That like had moved out like 10 years earlier. Yeah. And like it was still completely decorated with all of her stuff. It's a roof. It's a place to stay, right? It was like, it was like a day bed. Like that he slept on, like you know, with the, like the like the like the brass. Bed I was gonna kind say it situation. it has brass, and there's probably still flower there's wallpaper, flower curtains, flower wallpaper, oh, geez. all the things. So that was Matt's room. At now, also when we first started off in radio, we were working for rival radio stations in the town of Lloydminster, both doing the overnights. You guys oh. really were the Montagues and the Capulets, weren't we you? Really, wow, really Romeo were. and Juliet. We were, really were. So because we were both working overnights for Valentine's Day, we were going to like celebrate during the day and have a little rendezvous. Like my cousin was on mat leave, so we couldn't couldn't have that oh. in her house. So he's like, yeah, Betty's at work. Betty's at work. Betty's for Betty and Art. Betty's at work. Betty and, Betty and Art. Art. Betty's at work. She went into work today. What about Come on Art? Though? Over here, uh, Art was just always farting around. Art's farting. Farting around, Lloyd. Okay, okay. So never home. So I go over there and uh, we're like, oh sweet, we've got the house to ourselves. It's like 11 a.m. We just had like a couple hours sleep and now we're meeting up for the day and uh, things started getting pretty wild. Oh. And when you think you're alone in a house. When you've been living with all these roommates, oh jeez, you know you kind of let your guard down a little. You're bit. really exploring the the the, the, the acoustics of the you room. You get used to being silent, and then when right. you don't have to be silent, things right. are like really, really. So we're having a great time, and then also we're. Was it Betty or Art? <laughs> it was Betty. Oh, Betty. Betty was home. Betty came home for lunch. Idiots. Betty was taking her lunch break and said she worked like one second away because it's Lloyd. Mm-hmm. She came home for lunch. And I was so, so embarrassed because I'm just this obviously like little floozy that's in her renter's bedroom. <laughs> Being all loud and stuff. And then so whatever. So that completely ruined our Valentine's Day time. How old, so how old were Betty and Art? I... In my mind, a thousand. Well, there's a good chance they didn't hear anything then. Yeah, well, maybe, no, that, they did. That. Oh, the death glares that she shot me, and she actually like had a talk with Matt about like me coming over. Well, yeah, you guys weren't stuff. married, right? Yeah, we were not. Yeah, I was like 19, 19 years old. So, thing that like I have the biggest regret though is that like I wore this like super like pretty like little like satin piece over like while I was there. Okay. And when Matt moved out three months later, we finally decided, eh, we'd probably get our own place. Uh, I left it there. And I can vividly remember on like the post of the brass bed. You hung it, it from got, the thing? It got left there. So Matt's got a love trophy in his bedroom that's a little girl's old room? I never saw it again. Holy cow. When you describe Betty walking in, I, this is what I picture. Honestly. Oh, she was Who am I? You can never go back to that moment and redo things, but if you could, perhaps maybe it would be a good idea for Matt to run out there and greet Betty. Hi, Betty. Yeah, actually, I've just got my friend from church over, and she'd be like, what do you mean church? She goes, oh, didn't hear a bus up full screen. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. The man-child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio.
The Embarrassing Story Club with Tyler Tutney and Fuzzy. It is a collection of stories so embarrassing they even get their own day of the week <laughs> on Thursdays. Oh boy. You know when someone starts off a story with a sigh, it's going to be good. Uh-oh. So now we bring you to our friend, Carly. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm going to tell this one. Yes, I was shopping at a store. I had just gotten over being sick and was finally like, okay, I feel better. I'm ready to go out into the world. And I'm getting ready to try some clothes on or, like, just grabbing clothes to put in the, in the cart. Um <laughs> God, I'm okay. I thought I just had to fart a little, um, but <laughs> um, nope. Instead, I I, I <laughs> my pants in a department store. Oh no! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I uh. just kind of had to like walk against the wall and back out, and like I didn't have a sweater to put around me, I, so I just had to like sneak because I didn't want to feel anything. But I wasn't gonna go wait in line to pay for it. No, so you gotta I leave. Kinda, yeah, yeah, and I, I guess nobody else really saw it, but I know that it happened. Um, Carly, so. isn't that the way it works? And I mean, I want to stress here: we're all mature grown-ups here in this conversation, <laughs> mostly. Well, totally, you are. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where everybody's been in that situation at one point in their life, and whether or not it's the most discreet moment of your life. Or it was something that was very audible where everybody knows. You just feel like everyone's staring at you and knows your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. And, and you have to just, like, try and uh, all, all become a spy. Like, you all, like, in your mind, you hear the Mission Impossible music. And you're literally trying to, like, escape from this place like you're a jewel thief. Because you are sure that everybody knows what just happened, even if nobody does. That's what's going on in your brain. That's why it's so stressful. <laughs> And once I once I did escape, I never I don't want to I don't go back to that store. No, like, no, I no like, you can't. Yeah, it's <laughs> ruined forever. It's soiled forever. Kind of like your well. underpants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if nobody saw it, you know what you did, right? Yeah. You have you are you bear witness to your own super embarrassing situation, and you'll never forget it. No, I sure won't. <laughs> I make fun of myself though. <laughs> at this point, sharing helps get that embarrassment out of your feeling, or, true, or out of your head. I truly believe that that's the, that's the case. In fact, Riley's about to have a breakthrough. She's never told this story to anyone yes, before. Like, oh boy! How amazing is this moment? And it's really, really good. <laughs> so when I was at university, I was in drama, and I mean. Obviously, I was in drama, like, interpersonally in my life, but I mean, like, actually did plays. Um, <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yep. So I had gotten into my first play at university, which was a big deal. You know, it was like I had to audition and everything and get through callbacks. And I was in the play, and I was really excited about it. And we were doing this really cool thing where it was, it was theater in the round. So... You know, it's set up so that the stage is in the middle and there are seats on all sides so that everybody gets kind of an equal view of what's going on. And it's this kind of like very, you know, intimate style of theater. There's like nowhere to hide kind of, um, which is great often in a lot of ways, except for I was uh, I was in this play and I was on stage. And let me just say I made a specific type of noise on accident. <laughs> While I was on stage, <laughs> the rude kind, okay. and um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, because it was theater in the round, you couldn't really tell where the sound was coming from, and I did not break character at all. I was an absolute champion. 
I um, I refused to acknowledge what had just happened, and I just stone faced kept like acting and doing a great job. And I could see a couple people like in the audience, kind of like look around because theater in the round, you couldn't tell like specifically where it was coming from. So, <laughs> so finished the play, got backstage, and like people were talking like. Did you hear that? I think it was an audience member. Like, oh, it was, oh and I never told. I yes. never wow. admitted it. This is the first time that I am admitting it in public. That's how I know you're a good actor, because you pulled off the impossible. The No, I that did. wasn't me. No, no. Did you smell it? I didn't smell anything. Also, the fact that, like, the most embarrassing thing to ever happen to you, you got away with it. Yeah. No one knows but I, you. I did. But you can't imagine the pressure that oh. I feel. Like, if I had wow. laughed it off with my friends, it probably would have been a funny story we told. But I'm like, now I'm too deep. I have to take this to my <laughs> grave unless I tell a bunch of strangers. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. The good thing here is, you though, are to hear it. your secret is safe with us, yeah. Miss Anonymous. Thank yeah. you. And everybody who listens. Yeah. <laughs> the Embarrassing Story Club. With Tyler Tutney and uh, Fuzzy. Uh, uh, no, 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 not the right setting here. Not the right setting. Right. I, I forgot. Uh, you, you don't, you don't experience embarrassment. Even though you founded the embarrassing story Sorry. club when you had a bathroom incident on the way into work one day. Right. But this doesn't apply here because you don't feel embarrassment ever. Kill, uh, kill, the, kill the fun music. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's it's just best to say that uh, <laughs> not embarrassed because it, it happened and it's, it's it's too late now. Okay, so Tyler, tell us the story about how your your inner monologue became the absolute opposite of that at Safeway yesterday. Okay, if I say inner monologue, <laughs> sorry. If I say inner monologue, yeah. You get the idea of what I'm talking about, right? That's a that, voice in your head. Yeah, yeah. That, that voice would just be telling you to do something. Like in the morning, hey, don't forget your keys. Right. Because mm-hmm. if you go to your car and you have no keys, you can't, then you can't get in your car. Yeah, and then you have to get back in the house and you have no keys. Mm-hmm. Then you have to like ring the doorbell and wake somebody up to let you in. So that's the inner monologue is what I should have used while I was at the Safeway in Thorncliffe yesterday. There I was at the express checkout because I only had half a basket full of groceries. Okay. So basically I had about $7,997 <laughs> worth of groceries because yes. I had five and a half items. <laughs> there I am in line. And I'm looking, I'm going, okay, I think I have what I need. Yeah, got that, got that, got that, got that, got that. There's my five items. That's what I need. I'm good to go. And then I think, aren't I forgetting anything? Uh-oh. And then I said out loud, <laughs> right, I should get chocolate because my wife is menstruating. No. You said that full sentence. Please out tell me loud. you actually said menstruating. I said menstruating. <laughs> and then I left the express checkout lane at the Safeway in Thorncliffe. I walked over to the next register and I was like, cool, what kind of candy selection we got here? And I'm going, okay, okay, uh, Snickers, that's not going to do it. Uh, Caramilk, no. Arrow, no. Kit Kat, no. <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, by the way, Thorncliffe Safeway, really, really good deal on Cadbury mini eggs right now. Oh, okay. What? 99 cents for Damn. like the regular size oh, bag. Dang. It's, it's good a good to, deal. Good to know. So I'm like, I need a couple of these. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get three. I'm going to get four. I'm just going to grab a handful of bags. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get back in line. 99 cents, absolutely. I get back in line. And then the person who was in front of me, yeah. uh, this really, really nice uh, lady, she uh, just says, hey, man, that's some uh, that's some A-plus husbandry right, right there. <laughs> And I was like, oh, excuse me? And she goes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's A-plus husbandry. Like, good job getting your wife chocolate. Because she's menstruating. Because she is experiencing her time of the month. And I was like, what? You didn't 
didn't realize that you had said it out loud? I was like, excuse me. How would you know that my wife is organizing the tides of the earth? Organizing the tides. Yeah, you know, like the moon cycle or whatever it is. How would you know that? Wow. And then she says, dude, you said that out loud. You said it. Probably not the most delicate way to say it either, to say my wife is menstruating. But I do want to commend you. Good on you, man. That is good husbandry right there. Coming through with the chocolate during this time of the month. But also your voice is louder than the speaker that says, like, we need so-and-so to aisle whatever. And you yelled it. The whole store now knows that your wife is on her period. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? I I know why you didn't want to do this as an embarrassing story club. Okay. Because this is truthfully just Tyler's moron moment of the day. (laughs) Hey! You know what? That that has a good ring to it. Now, the only thing is, do you think I have enough moronic moments to fill a daily segment called Tyler's Moronic Moment of the Day? We could do it hourly. hourly. All right. Every hour on the tent. Forget shout-outs. I accept your challenge, good sir. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I called Kelly and said, babe, good news. I'm coming home. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. I've got chocolate! Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Yes, Valentine's, that wonderful time of the year to celebrate romance. But you know what? On the other side of it, it's also a great time for revenge. (laughs) Yes. And every year you hear about some animal sanctuary or a rescue society or a zoo that's doing a special promotion for people to get back at their exes. And fuzzy, one of those is happening in Alberta. Yeah, just up the QE2 in Edmonton at the zoo. um, they've, They've... they're turning your ex into a into a bug. Yeah, the Edmonton Valley Zoo, the subpar zoo in Alberta, compared to the amazing, <laughs> world-renowned uh, place that we've got here in our city. I think it is very important to <laughs> to announce we don't like praising Edmonton for yeah. any reason, right? But we're going to give the Edmonton Valley Zoo a pass because this is freaking hilarious. Yeah, so they're giving you the chance to name a mealworm after your less than special someone, and then they're going to do a live stream where they feed those mealworms to a meerkat. Of course. Hilarious. Which, like, meerkat's absolutely adorable. So you get that, but then you get to see, like, oh, yeah, there it is. There's Jesse Sadaway. Oh, I like that. We're naming <laughs> the names. Mealworms are into that meerkat's mouth, right? Uh, watching the, the live stream of, of ex-boyfriends being devoured yeah. by, by Timon from The Lion King. <laughs> sure. Fuzzy, this is, like, the wonderful type of petty revenge we love this time of year when we're talking about romance we're talking about valentine's day there's one thing though though you, you mentioned it's the meerkat which is which is a fun cute little animal yes i would feel like you would want something a little more fierce than a meerkat to, to take care of these things yeah. right yeah like maybe a snake and, oh, okay. and, and and feed it some mice or something yeah. like that ah. i feel like yeah there has been there has been zoos that have done that but we're talking like you're, there's gonna be you need the quantity here, right? Like, it might not be the fierce animal, but I feel like a meerkat's going to be able to put away a pretty good amount of mealworms. Okay. And there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that are going to want to do this, whereas, like, you, you do one mouse with a snake, and then you're kind of done, right? Uh. Is that the sound of the meerkat eating? The- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. um, maybe a little chewy, but... Um, <laughs> Slimy yet satisfying is, is how I would picture it going down. <laughs> well, it's quite crunchy, actually, because I've, I've eaten a mealworm before, and they what happens is they've got these crusty outer shells, and when you when you bite into it, it kind of... 
Oh, stop Tyler, it. What's the, what's the juicing noise that you make? That's oh, what happens head. inside your mouth with that with the mealworm. So it's like a it's like a gusher almost, like yeah, a gusher, a gusher, exactly. a, a gusher's it's fruit an, snack. It's an insect gusher. Oh, that sounds. Horrible. And they're super high in protein. Oh, so so for good news for, uh, for 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 the meerkats, they're going to get a full belly of of petty revenge. If you are uh, still listening uh, you know, just, after those sounds, something. Uh, if you are still listening after those sounds, it's five bucks a worm, and it's going to help uh, raise money for the Edmonton Zoo. There you go. What? Oh, sorry, you tuned out again. Does that sound had to happen? I, I almost Can spit. I tune out? I, I, I almost spit when I was trying to make the noise again, so oh. I'm, just going, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going to go ahead and stop. Thank you. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio.